Well, greetings, everyone. Welcome back to the Extra Point Podcast. My name is Todd Stiles. I'm one of the pastors here at First Family Church in Ankeny, and I'm glad you've joined us for this episode. The Extra Point Podcast is always aimed at providing some further exhortation, deeper insight, maybe some additional application to the text or topic from which we preached the previous Sunday. And and in all frankness, most of the times it is a text. Uh, There are a few occasions in which a topic is our uh, focus. Of course, in every week that we preach, the text always has a theme or a topic. And so we're addressing that on the Extra Point podcast, looking back at the previous week's text or topic. And today I want to take some time and answer a question that has come in. It's uh, not only centered in perhaps a practice at First Family currently, but also in um, what this week is uh, commemorating. This is the Tuesday of Passion Week, and at First Family, we currently practice communion regularly on a weekly basis. There are a few weeks in the year in which we don't do it on a Sunday, like, for instance, last Sunday, uh, we postponed it until this Thursday, and we're going to have communion together as a church on Monday, Thursday. Uh, so there are a few times of the year that we push it back or or don't observe on a specific week. But for the most part, I'd say pretty regularly on a weekly basis, we participate in communion as part of our normal gathering. And sometimes I get the question, Todd, why do we do it every week for the most part? And they don't mean it in a critical fashion. They're just curious as to uh, why do this so often. And it's usually from folks who may have observed it quarterly or perhaps even monthly, and so it's a little change for them. So I want to answer that question, especially this week, knowing that we're moving into um, our Monday-Thursday service next, and we're going to have a special communion and prayer service and talk about the commandment that Christ gave to love one another. And, and so here's some reasons that we remember the Lord's Supper. We celebrate communion on a weekly basis, just five reasons why I think it's very beneficial, spiritually healthy, and good for us to do so. In this podcast, I'll refer to it as communion. Often it's referred to as the Lord's Supper. It could be referred to as the Lord's Table or Communion. I'll use the simple word communion uh, to reference the partaking of the two elements, the uh, bread and the juice. Uh, and I'll just use the word commune to refer to those. Here are five reasons I think it's uh, really spiritually beneficial for us to partake of it on a weekly basis. First of all, communion remembers. Now, you may be asking, what does it remember? Well, it remembers our deliverance from sin. If you recall that communion is, a, um, is the Passover supper, uh, that's what it was carried from. And of course, the Passover supper began or the Passover meal began when Israel was freed from their bondage in Egypt. And so as it, of course, moved forward, then Christ uh, freed us from our spiritual bondage to sin at the cross. There's a lot of tie-ins there. And so in a, in a very biblical, real sense, we are remembering the moment of our freedom from sin our spiritual Passover, we'll call it. Remember in the uh, text, it actually says we're remembering and proclaiming the death of Christ. And that is when we, uh, we gained our spiritual freedom. Christ 
blood paid the penalty for our sin. And so in this way, every week we come together and in communion we remember our spiritual deliverance. I think that's a very good thing to do on a weekly basis. The second reason we uh, observe it weekly and that I find it spiritually healthy is because communion unites. You know, in communion, what we're doing when we wait for each other and we all have the elements and then together we take the bread and then we take the juice, we are representing this simple principle. It's many into one. And I love the moment when all the cups are raised and together we partake of the elements because it reminds me, it's a beautiful picture that with all of our differences and with all the variety of preferences in that room, with all the things that, um, uh, all the ways in which we're not alike, here's for sure at least the fundamental thing that we as believers share together. And it's a, an identification with the body and blood of the Lord Jesus Christ as the only way to be reconciled to God. It's a wonderful moment of unity. And we're instructed in the New Testament to really strive for unity, to work hard to live at peace among one another. And I can't think of a better way to do that than to every week participate in the single act that theologically and spiritually unites us as one, that pictures and illustrates the moment we as many come together as one, and that is in communion. The third reason I think communion is very beneficial for us on a weekly basis is that communion graces. So first of all, communion remembers. Second of all, communion unites. And thirdly, communion graces. Now what I mean by this is it is a a means of grace, and I don't mean salvific grace here. I mean perhaps sanctifying or sustaining grace, maybe even serving grace. There's uh, about five faces of grace that have been identified in the New Testament. And so when we partake of communion, we are remembering, uh, we're symbolizing the death of Christ, but we are not getting re-saved every week, and yet... It is an avenue or a means or an opportunity for us to experience afresh God's grace to help us in difficult times, to uh, renew us, to be reminded again of the grace of God and to come closer to Him and to draw near to Him. So in that way, I would say this ordinance of communion is also a means of sanctifying or sustaining grace. And can we just be very uh, candid with each other? Uh, who doesn't need that kind of grace on a <clears throat> regular, a weekly basis? I, I'm glad that every week we uh, come into contact tangibly and physically with these elements that remind us of God's grace and give us moments to be refreshed and renewed. Not resaved, but no doubt uh, refreshed, renewed, and experience the closeness and intimacy and presence of Christ. Fourthly, here's another reason I think that it's very healthy for us right now to, to remember communion each week, is that communion anticipates. It is a reminder that Christ is coming. In fact, in the text on the, new, on the um, Lord's Supper, on communion, um, 
we're to do this until he comes. So communion is very eschatological. It has a focus upon the end times, and here's why. Because when he comes, then he will once again drink this cup with us. In fact, that's what he told the disciples, that he would not drink of this cup until he comes again in the new kingdom. And so we are now doing this in uh, the already but not yet moment of the kingdom, remembering his death and looking forward to when he comes again, and then we do it with him in that moment. So it is an anticipation type of discipline, event, or an anticipatory moment. That's what communion does for us on a weekly basis. And the fifth reason I think that communion on a weekly basis is very healthy for our church is that communion helps us to experience Christ. Now, I want you to hear this well. I'm not trying to assume or to propagate a feeling-based or emotional-based type of um, moment. I just want you to know that communion, though, is an experiential um, uh, encounter. In other words, there are actual tangible elements. In other words, all of, uh, all of your senses are involved. Often you touch the bread or the cups, you taste the juice, you smell the aroma, your mind is involved, your, your hands are involved. Uh, there, there are so many senses involved that it does become an experiential moment in the right sense of the word. And this is what I mean when I say that at this moment, Christ is present and we experience his presence. And this brings me to say that this is why I believe um, that, that our view of what happens during communion is really close and similar and akin to what Calvin taught about communion and, and what occurs during that time. Of course, you know, there are various views on what takes place during communion. There's the memorialism view, uh, which says it's just a matter of symbolism and that's all that's going on. Of course, there's the consubstantiation view as well as the transubstantiation view. I won't go into those here. But there's, a, there's also the spiritual presence view, which is more than memorialism, but not yet consubstantiation. And I fall within that spectrum that I believe there is the presence of Christ at communion. Um, and so this is an experience that I look forward to. I'm not basing this on an emotion. I'm not you know, trying to root this in a feeling. But I'm, an, I'm aware of a fact that in communion, Christ is present. We're experiencing um, another opportunity to interact with His grace by being reminded of it. And, and by receiving His sanctifying and sustaining, serving grace. And these are experiences that are legitimate and beneficial and helpful. This happens during communion. And this is what we'll be doing this coming Thursday at our communion service on Monday, Thursday. We'll be partaking of the Lord's Supper. We'll be remembering the death of Christ with tangible elements, taking time as one body, full of many members to do at least this one thing that represents our unity. And so I just want to encourage you, first of all, to join us at our Monday Thursday service. But second of all, each week as we partake in the Lord's Supper, as we engage in communion, here are five things that happen every time the believing body gathers and celebrates communion. 
we are remembering, we're uniting, we're being graced, we're anticipating, and we're experiencing. And those are five really healthy things happening in a church that celebrates communion on a regular weekly basis at least. And I'm sure those happen if you celebrate it monthly or quarterly, without a doubt. I'm just glad that we can experience those five things as much as possible. And that's one of the reasons that at First Family we celebrate communion on a weekly basis. I hope to see you this Thursday at our Monday Thursday service where we will celebrate communion together.